Support for the evening newscast comes from Bay Realty. Listing and selling homes, lots, acreage, multifamily commercial properties, and property management in the Southern Kenai Peninsula since 1974. Learn more at bayrealtyalaska.com or by calling 235-6183. Additional support for the evening news comes from Duncan House Diner, owned and operated by the Gamble family for over 20 years. Proudly feeding Homer for three generations. Dine in at 125 East Pioneer or order online at duncanhousehomer.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to KBBI AM 890 in Homer and K201AO on 88.1 FM in Seward. I'm Hope McKenney with some local news on Monday, March 13th, 2023. As previously reported by Alaska Public Media, the ongoing backlog in processing food stamp applications continues to impact thousands of Alaskans. The Division of Public Assistance says it has hired more staff to help address the months-long delay and is making changes to improve the assistance program. But for now, that is little consolation for Alaskans currently trying to make ends meet without essential food assistance. KBBI's Sean McDermott reports. Allie who's going by just her first name in this story to protect her privacy, is a young mother in Homer. She applied in early December to renew her family's food stamps, known as the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP benefits. Like thousands of other Alaskans, she had to scramble to keep food on the table as she waited and waited to hear back from the Division of Public Assistance. We're definitely pinching pennies right now. Yeah, we haven't really been able to, like, for certain know what we're going to have for dinner. We're actually pretty down to the bottom of our freezer at this point. Allie has a three-year-old son, and even with her former SNAP benefits and working a full-time job, she says after paying her bills, she only has about $200 left each month for her family's other expenses. So not having it, I didn't realize how much we actually depended on it. These past two months, I'm definitely struggling. I've had to ask one of my coworkers to borrow money which I always immediately pay back as soon as I get paid, but yeah. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the state made it easier to receive SNAP benefits. More than 90,000 people used the program in 2022. That's one in eight Alaskans. But last summer, the state began requiring people to reapply, sparking a massive backlog at the state agency. Allie says it's been difficult to get through to the Division of Public Assistance to recertify her benefits. On one call, she spent hours on hold before abruptly getting cut off when the agency's offices closed for the day. The first time, it was around noon, and I was like number 200-something in the queue. And the next day, I called exactly at 8 a.m. when they opened, and I was still number 90-something in the queue. This crisis prompted a class action lawsuit against the state at the end of January. Nick Ferranti is an attorney with the Northern Justice Project one of the law firms leading the case. With people going hungry, he says it was a necessary step. The class action lawsuit is focused on ensuring that the state has procedures and policies and a workforce in place to make sure that vulnerable people in Alaska going forward get their benefits on time. Although Ferranti says the lawsuit is unlikely to speed up the process for current applicants, it aims to improve the public agency from ensuring sufficient staffing to language accessibility. Part of this lawsuit is also meant to ensure that people who don't speak English have an ability to interface with the department effectively. And that's something that Alaska is very behind on. There are people in Alaska who only speak Yupik and have been speaking that for thousands of years longer than any of us have been here. Franti says the backlog in food assistance and the burden of navigating applications 
renewing benefits, and accessing services falls unequally on rural communities. It's a terrible problem because you have people in dispersed rural communities in this state who really rely on these benefits who aren't receiving them. And I've received just heartbreaking calls. Heidi Hedberg, the commissioner of the Alaska Department of Health, which oversees the Division of Public Assistance, says the state is working to make changes. This is very much of an all hands on deck and we are all working 100% of our time dedicated to addressing the backlog within the Division of Public Assistance. Hedberg says since November, 16 technicians have been working exclusively on processing the backlog. The DPA has made recent hires and now has over 100 eligibility workers, but they still have 55 positions they hope to fill. The division also plans to shift from requiring people to renew their SNAP benefits every six months to once a year, a change the commissioner says the state will be ready to implement later this summer. She says the state recently finished reprogramming the division's eligibility information system, so SNAP recertifications from February, March, and April could be automatically extended for six months without people having gaps in assistance. So essentially what that did was it created a stop gap. So the backlog for SNAP recertification is contained. But there are still around 5,000 SNAP applications remaining from November, December, and January, which Commissioner Hedberg estimates will take another two months to process. Because of older technology, which was updated at the beginning of the year, the state has to process last fall's applications manually. So I know the state has been saying that they've cleared September cases. Uh, that's not been our experience. We're still seeing some people who haven't had benefits since September, definitely October and, you know, any time since then. That's Lee Dickey, the Advocacy Director of Alaska Legal Services, an organization providing free legal services for people struggling to access benefits. Dickey says her office has fielded a huge influx of claims about delayed SNAP benefits since last fall, closing more than 500 cases since September. Just to compare kind of the crisis time with non-crisis time, on March 1st of last year, 2022, we had 100 open SNAP cases. And on March 1st of this year, we had 612 open SNAP cases. So it's enormous. The best course of action for anyone waiting more than 30 days for their applications to be processed is to file a fair hearing request. Dickey says everyone who is eligible for benefits has a legal right to get them on time. When the state violates that, then they have the right to request a fair hearing. And then the state's obligated to respond to those fair hearing requests within 10 days. After connecting with Alaska Legal Services for help filing a fair hearing request, Allie, in Homer, got her benefits restored in early March. While she says it's a relief, she still feels stressed and doesn't know if she'll be able to pay back family members she borrowed money from to make it through. I'm not ashamed of my struggles. I grew up homeless mostly, jumping from homeless shelter to homeless shelter all my childhood. I'm kind of used to the struggle, if that makes sense. <laughs> but, but now you... I have the child that I have to take care of and stressing me out. Dickey says anyone waiting more than 30 days for the state to process their SNAP or Medicaid application can file a fair hearing request themselves, but encourages people to reach out to Alaska Legal Services if they need assistance or if the state doesn't respond within 10 days. Reporting in Homer, I'm Sean McDermott. For food assistance here in town, the Homer Community Food Pantry is open from noon to 3 p.m. on Mondays. You can learn more about donating money or food to support the organization at homerfoodpantry.org. 
Sockeye salmon are forecasted to return somewhat stronger this year in the upper Cook Inlet. But the forecast comes as state fisheries managers have closed King Salmon Sport Fishing and the East Side Setnet Fishery altogether this summer amid a continuing trend of declining runs in the region. The Alaska Department of Fish and Game is forecasting this year's sockeye runs to be average at an estimated 5.1 million fish, with more than 3.1 million available for harvest. That includes commercial, sport, personal use, and subsistence fishing. Tad Russell is an Upper Cook Inlet drift fisherman and has been commercial fishing in the inlet since 2009. He says, like most years, he's cautiously optimistic about the season ahead. It's not horrible. It's not great. It's a little less than the 20-year average, and, uh, you know, a forecast is a forecast. It's like a good guess, so you can only hope for the best. This year's forecast still falls far short of the 20-year average of 6 million fish. Escapement this year is projected to stay the same with a goal of 2 million sockeye. And that's the news from Homer. I'm Hope McKenney, and you're listening to KBBI AM 890 and K201AO 88.1 FM in Seward. Find us online at kbbi.org. Thanks for tuning in.